we started. Well, don't rub your hands together with that. <laughs> that was accidental. Oh, that I'm was. sure it was. <laughs> if, 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 if anybody, if anybody is rubbing their hands with glee at maybe killing a player character, it's 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 me. It's obviously me. Yeah, but we can't see your hands. So that's it. For our <laughs> listeners, I just said, "Shall we start the recording?" Going. Dom said, "Why not?" And I said, "Cause Otto's about to die just as I started recording." And apparently, mm. I was rubbing my hands together. <laughs> 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 no, it wasn't. Uh, that's not. That's just the thing I do. Sweaty yeah. palms. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sure, you didn't need to know that. <laughs> Well, now, now, no. now we do, and we are all all the better for it. Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, a Pathfinder Second Edition. Do you know what? I just to interrupt my, myself there. I had a really strange urge to say best selling. Hmm. Then, and I don't know why. That's really weird. It is a bestseller. Um, <laughs> to uh, to a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your GM for this game and for many others. And I'm joined. By Stu. I'm also a bestseller. Just so. <laughs> I'm joined by Neil. I'm stood beside my unsold pile of rapidly cooling hot cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Darren. I sell seashells by the seashore. I was about to ask if they were on the sea- seashore or just in some mm. nondescript location. Out of a bin. I sell them out of a bin in a ditch <laughs> next to a Morrison's. And I'm joined by, and I'm joined by Ab. I've I've read a few bestsellers. Does that count? Yes, yeah, that counts. Yes, yeah. it does. I think it's... the ability to read kind of trumps us all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Dom. Dom has to read the AP. Do I do. You have I... to read for your job. Uh, well, I, th- I do no, prefer improvised thought... jobs. <laughs> I was going to say, I, th- I thought actors just downloaded scripts and scripts into their brains and then they'd they know it for all forever. That's how it works, right? Uh, yes. One day. One day. I can still <laughs> remember a couple of scripts from short films I did years ago. Mm. I. It's strange the stuff your brain holds on to. Mm. I was talking to recently on Facebook to some of the cast members from a play I did 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the amount of lines I can remember from that. Absolutely astounding. But don't don't you ever have that dream where you've been called back to perform the play again and, of course, all the others have been rehearsing and learning their lines and you're just going on with what you can remember from 17 years ago? uh, No. No? That's a... No. I I have that dream a lot. Sounds like an anxiety dream. Well, I've also I've also had a variation of it where I, I did that. I, I went on stage not knowing my lines because I hadn't learned them all, and uh, I didn't care. And so I just I just said whatever I, whatever came to mind, and and I, I saw the I saw the producer or the director run out of the room crying. And then later I said that was all right, wasn't it? And she just said, "You fucked it up. You <laughs> fucked up my play. That was the one chance we had. And you you couldn't even be bothered to learn it." Oh, that stayed with me. That, the feeling I had from that stayed with me for a few days after I woke up. Sorry, just to check, is that an actual story or is that a dream? That's a dream, a variation, okay. On, the, okay. variation okay. on the performing a play. Okay. But, I, but I have. Uh, I think most of us have had the experience of performing a play and then there's a long interlude, maybe a year later you perform it again and you 
it, it sparks that kind of trigger. Think, oh shit! It's easier to relearn it than it is yeah. to learn it. Oh in yeah. The first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It all comes back very, you know, much more quickly the second time around. Poor Amy is left out of this. Well, so the mm. last play that I was in was when I was in year six. So I'd be quite scared if they asked me to come back and try to mm. remember my part. I, I, I was a mouse in Alice in Wonderland. I was, what, three yeah. years ago, something like that? Oh, no, it was a while ago now. I don't know how long. I'm not going to say how long. Mm. What? 40, 43, something like that. Oh, oh at I'm least 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I'd gone that grey. <laughs> I got a look over Zoom then. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of auditioning and plays and stuff, Darren, you've been for an audition recently, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Went to audition for a short film at the... London Film Academy. I think it's a third year project. And my first audition in, I think, since before the start of the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, it felt rusty and, uh, yeah, a bit like, I don't know if I'm any good at this anymore or not, because it's been a while. Um, but it was good to do it. Yes, but it's a, it's a muscle, isn't it? Like any mm. other, if you don't use it, it you know, you, it becomes atrophy. But it comes back soon enough. Mm. And I've seen your work, mate. I know you're a good actor. Thank you. So you just need to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, there is a theatre course that I'm looking at possibly starting in September, but uh, I just need to weigh a few things up first. Mm. Can you, can you say where it is? Or? Uh, it's in Ealing. It's, it's a part-time foundation course. It's like a year long. Um, and I've not done any theatre and I thought it would be a good way to keep me, keep my feet in the water whilst I'm not getting any work. Have, have you not done theatre before? That's really no, interesting. No, it's, all, it's all been film work. Right, I'm, I'm sure um, Dom and, and Neil will concur with this, but usually the way in is to do theatre and then you get into film, isn't it? Well, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the, the industry-approved way. Um, well, drama but, uh, schools are... So, certainly are, not, not, not the only way. Dra- oh, no. drama, drama schools, for the most part, they teach stage acting, don't they? And then yes. and they'll, they'll have a little module which uh, on, on how to adapt your performance for screen. But largely, yes. it's it's theatre based. I mean, there are some film schools. The the, the second to last, actually, the, the the last two student films I did, they both had um, actors from from the college who were doing a film based acting course. Mm. Well, Alra, um, the Academy for Live and Recorded Arts, um, have a have oh, had they've closed yeah. now. Very recently closed. Really, closed. really, um, really upsetting. But they had a massive focus on film work because, of course, it's a totally different skill set. That's what people, a lot of people, don't actually. I've argued with a lot of actors in the past about this because I say it's a completely, utterly different skill set, like mm. plumbing to being an electrician. Mm. And, and there are different skill sets within that. For instance, if you if you get a part in a um, a serial drama, what they prefer to call soap operas. 
Well, that's a that's a that's a different set of skills to working in feature films. I mean, Anthony Hopkins was once famously asked, "Is it true that you, in learning your lines, you'll repeat them a hundred times?" And he said, "No, um, I do it two hundred times." And there was the story about someone who knocked on his trailer door one morning and said, "Here are your new sides. Um, we've changed the script a bit." So he said, "Well, I'll see you in two weeks then." while I go off to, to learn it properly. <laughs> well, he would not be able to act in a soap opera where no. they give you the sides on the day. So these are the, yeah, we just changed it. Can you do this bit and this bit? And yeah, it's a... It's, just as you're walking on set sometimes. Yeah, mm. and um, I think it, it's it's much underrated working in soap operas, but it, it actually is a discrete skill set in itself. So, but yeah. I but, have seen some very famous soap opera actors actually live on stage hmm. fuck me they were shit <laughs> I mean absolutely fucking appalling mm. bad. I'm not going to name them for obvious reasons yeah. but really 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 bad couldn't enunciate properly couldn't project um, the, the their range was kind of, it was up and over the top one moment it was like underplayed the next mm. oh it was it was painful Mm-hmm. Which is why well, they should sure do fine what on soaps. <laughs> well, yeah, but they should do what Darren's gonna do and do, do, a, do yes. a conversion course. Go and train on. You gotta, yeah. I mean, people think that they can. It's about the only art form where people think, yeah, I could do that. You don't see someone in an orchestra playing a violin say, yeah, I could do that. Or someone <laughs> yeah. doing ballet and think, yeah, I could do that. But someone, someone's you know, working in a, in a movie. It looks easy, yeah, but actually, it's a very different term. I, I like. I prefer stage acting to, to screen acting. I like the buzz of the performance of just doing the whole thing. Yeah. And I also think, you know, when, when people are doing sort of hammy acting in a in a in a soap, when they're, they're this real sort of coarse acting, um, I think, well, yeah, that's because the directors told them to do it like that. It's a director's screen is a director's medium. Mm. Mm. Yes, no. That's, that's a really long discussion that we could yeah. have for uh, several so, hours. I thought I'd just open that, that can of worms. But, yeah. um, well, speaking of uh, cans of worms that you may have unwittingly opened, uh, <laughs> Otto is on his own. He's surrounded by skeletons. Oh, no. What's Otto, happened? What's Otto happened is, there, folks? Otto is not on his own. He's with Clovis, who has <laughs> given away his own position. So I have three questions about our situation. First one is how far are we from this junction where these where these skeletal guards are crossing? Shouldn't so when, your, when you sorry, shouldn't your first question be, "Can I have infinite questions, please?" I have three. Three will suffice. There we go. All right. So the answer to, to your first question: uh, the house that you uh, so, so the, the the ruined building that you and Clovis hold up in. Uh, hmm. Is let me just measure it quickly. Uh, from, okay, so from as you were approaching the, approaching this junction, you could see it. It was kind <clears> of <throat> vaguely in a Y shape. Um, with obviously you you, you approaching from uh, the bottom of the Y. Um, hmm. uh, in the center in in the center of this thoroughfare, and you can see the streets are a good sort of 15, 20 feet wide at, at, at any given point. Hmm. Um, uh, the skeletons. Actually, I'm. I'm going to flip, flip. I'm going to flip. Flip that slightly. Um, if you imagine the Y has been inverted, so you're coming from from the north. 
uh, just for so it matches the map that I've got. Okay. Um, the skeletons were, were coming from the left of the Y. Uh, they, they they sort of manoeuvred into the centre of this junction, uh, in which you could see um, a ruined um, a ruined stone fountain um, mm. with uh, with a with a sculpture of a knight on a horse uh, that has been ki- kind of smashed to pieces or, or fallen apart over over time. Um, they appeared to be crossing from, from from the left of the Y to, to, to the right of the Y. And uh, Clovis and Otto, the building you have hold, hold yourselves up in, from the centre of the Y is maybe 40 feet away. 40 feet. And on which side of the road? Uh, as, you as... are... As we uh, as we look at it, um, you are on the uh, on on the right. Right, forty feet. Uh, what's your second question? Um, so am I am I in sight of Clovis? Can I see him? Uh, yes. So so you and Clovis have have both bundled into 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 this same this same kind of collapsed structure. Um, where, where you had to kind of look around quite quickly, um, the two of you have squeezed into in, into quite a heavily collapsed, heavy, heavily collapsed, collapsed building. Um, you know, being being small yourself, and obviously Clovis mm. is a halfling. Um, you've taken advantage of um, of that, and you've and you've tucked yourselves within the rubble. Being small is cool. Yes, because um, I was going to see if. Um, <laughs> I was going to get Clovis. If Clovis wasn't with me, if he was hidden somewhere else, I would just get him to run and I would stay hidden. And presumably, when these guards come down this this road, they, they we will be visible. Um, I mean, not not necessarily. Like like the building you the building you the building you you're in. You have managed to tuck yourselves kind of out of sight of the. Of, of the road, the only reason that these that these individuals have have gone on any, on any kind of alert is that um, you know as as mentioned, as they were clomping past you, um, the vibrations from their heavy metal boots, um, uh, where where you you and Clovis had had put had pulled yourselves in, in into the, into this building, it, it shook some of the some of the rubble loose and it's gone clattering into the ground. Then. Um... I'm going to signal to Clovis to be quiet and to stay hidden. And, All right, and okay. We will watch what the guards do. Yeah, sure, okay. The, uh, and the warriors. In that, in that case, uh, I'm assuming we are all done with the with the pregame, and we're just going to get get into it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm picturing heavy metal boots as like with lots of you know pentagrams on and chains and <laughs> that's it they've all they've all got they've all got they've all all, all got uh, got iron maiden patches across across mm, the back of their yes head. i was <laughs> thinking it. iron maiden skeletons each time they take a footprint then it's like a little bit of thrash metal yeah that's it <laughs> every, every, every skeleton is a variation of eddie yes <laughs> yes there we go are there any hills we can see uh, there are not, I'm afraid. Uh, so you you would have to run pretty far to get to them to them hills. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we may or may not be about to bring bring our daughter to, to the slaughter. Our daughter mm. being Otto. Mm. <laughs> well, he is a stranger in a strange land. Mm. Yes. And 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 I tell you what, it's it's funny as you as the two of you are contemplating what what to do next. You happen to glance outside um, this collapsed building, and you see that it has the, it has the number twenty two uh, carved on, on what was the door. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
Not six 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 then, because that is the number of the beast. No, but this is uh, um, as as you glance across the road, you see that there's a there's a small name plaque that says Acacia Avenue. So there we go. Uh, right. In, enough of that nonsense. Uh, let's find out what happens for Otto and for Clovis. Uh, so yeah, you see um, this this group of skeletal soldiers uh, who were clearly in uh, off off to fight um, some enemy. You're not sure if it's real or if it's um, you know and just just some kind of echo of of the past that these skeletons believe is real. Um, so are, are they? Are we talking actual skeletons? Oh yes, these are these are, uh, the, these are skeletons. skeletons. Fully animated skeletons. You see, all, all the flesh has rotted off their bones, um, and yeah, you see nothing but, but bone staring out of, out out of, of the armor. And this this heavy plate armor armor that, that they're all wearing, it's it's worth mentioning. It, it looks quite run down. It, look, it looks tarnished in places. It's sort of beaten up. It's dinged. Um, parts of the breastplates and the shields are splintering or, or, or broken in places. So yeah, they they look very very old Otto as you kind of get, mm. get, get a look at them um, but as as uh, this this clatter happens from where from where Clovis is um, you hear this this group of skeletons they, they talk amongst themselves for a moment and after after a moment you hear you you, you hear them say um, four of you uh, it's 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 more it's more more of a rasping skeletal voice um, obviously not a, not a proper fleshy human soldier's voice um, the four of you, go check it out. We'll meet you at the eastern checkpoint. For Emerund. For Emerund, Sergeant. Um, and uh, you see the group splits in, split in, into two. Um, four of these soldiers um, fan out across either side of of the street, and the, and they and they they begin advancing in your direction, uh, whilst the rest of the group uh, breaks off. And disappears down down the right hand uh, section of of the Y. So, kind of as uh, Otto, my question to you: um, as you see these skeletons um, sort sort of split into into a search party of some sorts on on either side of the street, um, what do you do? Well, they're going to find us. I wonder how fast they can run in that armor. Perhaps we should just turn tail and run. Is that what you want to do? Do you want to do? Do, do you want to grab Clovis and just see if you can run out of there? Um, let me just see what I can. Do. I have fleet step or something, don't I? Uh, yes, I will. Uh, I will grab Clovis, and can I? Yes, I'll, with fleet step, I'll, we will run. I will, I will apply fleet step, and we run down the road. All right. Okay. Um, Do, oh, also, I have to ask: Did I notice that these skeletal warriors had shooting weapons? Uh, so these skeletons are—they—they uh, they appear to be armed with long swords. Um, yeah, long sword, lo- long swords and shields. Um, you can see one of them carries uh, what looks to be looks to be hal- a halberd, um, sort of sort of dented and broken. Uh, but fr- from what you can see, you don't see any. Cro- you see no crossbows or, or or short bows or anything like that. Right, we're going to run for it. Going to run for it. Okay. 
In that case, Otto, I would like you to please roll initiative. Ooh. Initiative. Is that... Uh... Uh, it's, per- it's perception. Initiative, perception. I've got fortitude, reflex, will... Um, ah, perception. Oh, 29. That is a very good roll, Otto. Mm. 19 on the dice. So, fleet step. You perceive that skeletons are running at you. (laughs) (laughs) They are made of bones. One thing I, I I would say you know, Otto, is that fleet step you can only cast on yourself. Yes. So you're just going to leave leave Clovis behind? No, he can he can run too, but I, I'm I'm smaller. I'm a I'm a dwarf. I can't he, run as fast. He's a halfling. Yeah, well, he will have to just run. He will have to. <laughs> he do can, he I can. think Clovis can run reasonably well. Yes, I think he can. I can't remember. Halflings yeah. are quicker than dwarves, aren't they? Yeah, we're not as slow. You'd like to think bulky. so. <laughs> all right, all right. So Otto. I do think so. all right so otto i um at the start of sorry um just checking something yeah cool okay so um yeah otto um with your fantastic perception roll of 29 there uh, i Mm. can tell you that you are the first to act in 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 the initiative order um, mm-hmm. It's going to cost you. Um, it's going to cost you uh, two actions uh, to cast feet step on, on on yourself. You have one action remaining. What would you like to do with it? Run. You just want to burst out of the out of the uh, um, out of the house and and run. run. Right. Yes. So in that case, uh, as Otto. As the next person to act is Clovis, mm. that is actually going to take us into a chase. So, mm. <laughs> right, okay. So, uh, as 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 the two of you break out from uh, from from this hiding place, from from this from this uh, this this place of cover, uh, Otto, with your zooming speed, uh, you. Burst out of out of the rubble, and you start mm. street. I, I guess you're running back in the direction that you were uh, you were in previously. Yes. All right. Back to, uh, back to the others. Okay. Uh, so in that case, Otto, uh, I would like you to make. Uh, you know. Um, so Otto. So uh, Clo- Clovis is uh, um, is is. Is, is is lagging far behind you as you start to streak start to streak streak away from him. Mm. Um, uh, so you, you just start off by running. Please, can I have an athletics roll, please? Athletics. One for skeletons. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Okay. So as as you st- as you start sprinting, um, you kind of you kind of. Um, Hook your arm under Clovis's, uh, mm-hmm. so um, you're kind of giving him some of some of the benefit of your speed as, as, mm-hmm. as you kind of pull him along, pull him along along with you. And it was 23 on the athletics, yes. Yes. Okay, so 
I can tell you, as as you burst out out of the rubble, uh, you hear this. You hear these these rasping voices over there. Infiltrators, catch them, slay them, and uh, you hear clanking of metal on stone as all four of these skeletons start uh, start giving chase after after you. Uh, you start rushing down 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 the path that. That you've just that you've just just taken, and you chance a glance over your shoulder, and you can see that um, although although you've made good progress, um, these skeletons uh, seem to be very fit and able, or at least w- at least would have been in life, and uh, they are managing to keep pace with you for the time being. Um, it's back to your back to your turn, Otto. Um, is there anything in particular you you, you would like, like like to do here? You can see that coming 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 up ahead, there is a fork in the road. A fork in the road. Which which way did we come from? Uh, you fork? came from you came from the left. But is there um, is there anything you want to do here to um, you know potentially try and throw throw them off off your scent? Uh, they're keeping pace with us. So they might they might catch me or Clovis. I mean, what, what I would say what, what I would say we say is keep, keeping pace is a strong term, but like you guys, you are you are making ground on them, but mm. you are making ground very very slowly. You don't know if you're going to be able to fully get away from them just by running alone. Right. In that case, I will do something. Else. How are they spread out very far? Uh, they are spread out. Uh, you can see they they were kind of they kind of for, formed a searching pattern on either side of the road. Um, mm. So uh, two two groups of two. The first two are fifteen feet feet apart, and then staggered uh, kind of ten feet back from that. Uh, the other group on on the other side of the road. Right. Then I will try something new. I will try a new trick. I will cast a spell. A new spell. Oh, exciting! Called Crashing Wave. Crashing Wave. Okay. Have a look at Crashing Wave. What can you tell me about it? Also, uh, the saving throw is a basic reflex. I summon a crashing wave that sweeps away from me. It deals six, um, six, uh, sixty-six bludgeoning damage to creatures in the area. The water also extinguishes non-magical fires. Um, Heighten plus one, the damage increases by 2d6. That is very, very interesting. Okay. Okay, so they have to make a reflex save, correct? Yes. Right, so four of them. What's your your DC? My DC is... My spell, my class DC or my... Spell DC is uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, right, so as as uh, what what does this, this look like, Otto? As you as you blast this this water back behind you. Um, it looks like the ground has rippled in front of me, and then suddenly uh, water seems to come out, and it just spreads out into this massive that surfs up this this wave that comes and just breaks over them 
All right, okay. So you see that um, kind of as, as as you turn around and you start conjuring that conjuring that this magic, uh, you mm. see you see the lead skeleton call call, call calls out, um, spellcut spellcaster, watch out for magic, and sort of throws himself self to one side as this wave sur- surges up. Um, the next one leading on on the other side doesn't hear him in time and t- and is uh, just ro- roll sixty six for me, please, Otto. Oh, 66. <laughs> 19. Oh. 19, okay. So you see um, the second of these skeletons, the first leading on the uh, on the other side, side of the road. As this water hits it, um, it is shattered to pieces. Um, wow. That one rolled a natural one on its save. So <laughs> double damage, it is smashed to pieces. Uh, 19. Uh, the two, the t- so you see that... The, the, the skeleton immediately in front uh, in front of you is um, uh, it's it's able it's able to throw itself behind what looks like like a collapsed pillar, but you still nice. see it, it takes a nasty strike as it is hit with uh, with with the water. It, w- uh, it would have been nice if I'd knocked a leg off or something. That would have slowed him down. <laughs> Sadly, that's not how hit points work unless the stat box <laughs> a... specific says. <laughs> Uh, it was 19, wasn't it? So, yes. nine. Okay. Uh, the the two behind it also aren't quick enough. They don't see this coming. Uh, they take mm. the full damage, but you see they are still just about standing as this water washes over them. Uh, and at that point, I think where you've had to stop to cast your spell, you've got one action left, Otto, but you can see they are going to get, get up to you um, when it comes around to their turn. Um. Run. Again. You just you just want to run again, okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, so as as you as as you continue ru- continue ru- running, Otto, you do hear um the clomping of boots rushing rushing up rushing up rushing up, up behind you, and you look over your shoulder just in time to see one of these skeletons uh gets up gets up in range and it takes a swing at you with its sword. Okay, so that's going to be sword uh, twenty-two to hit Otto. Uh, yes, that hits. That hits. Okay, so it rushes forward, and uh, you just you, you you hear a shout of um, "For the glory of Remerund, I will I I will purge you from this land, Fey beast." Uh, oh, that's a bad damage roll, Otto. You take wasn't a D eight. That's why. There we go. Uh, Otto, you take 12 points of slashing damage as it Twelve. slices into you with a sword. Uh, the the other two um, basically sp- spend the rest of their turn r- rushing up. Uh, all three of them are now within range of you. Um, hmm. We are round to your turn. Um... What can I do? I think I will... Um... I think I will run again. Is Clovis Clovis is still running? Is he? Clovis is next to you. Um, We're dropping kind of properly into initiative at this point, so he will have a turn after you. Right. Um, They've caught up. Um, I will run again. You want to run? Okay. So Otto, as as you turn to run once more. 
you see all three of these of these individuals um, with their swords ready. Uh, they lash out at you with them. Mm. Three attacks of opportunity coming your way. Uh, 16's a miss. That's a miss. 27's a hit. Yes. And 22's, sorry, 24's a hit. Yes. Okay, so two hits, one misses. Oof. That's a total of 23 points of slashing damage, Otto. So as, as you turn to run, you see the first of these individuals uh, swipes out at you with the sword. Um, mm. uh, but, 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 but you duck it uh, just to run straight into uh, kind of the two ne- next to it, swinging, swinging with, with a backhand mm-hmm. as, he, as they strike you. Uh, but you do get to move. Um, so what's your speed with Fleet Step Active? Um, my speed with fleet. Sorry, I'm just having a bit of trouble with my just adjusting my my hit points. My speed with with fleet step is I think it's fifty. I want to say um, thirty. I, I, gain, I gain a thirty foot status bonus to my speed. Yep, so what's your speed normally? My speed normally is um, so 20, 20 feet, 20 feet. So, so 50 feet. So, so, yes. so, so you, you, you break 50 feet away from, from the group, Otto. Yeah. Um, that ends your turn. We are round to Clovis. Uh, Clovis sort, sort of sees you bolt and he, and he, and he, call, and he calls over, uh, Hey, Otto, wait a second. I can't run that fast. Um, Just- Sorry, just to interject, wouldn't it be 150 feet? Because Otto didn't do any... It only ran for three actions. Oh, if that's what Otto wants to do, then d- does Otto want to get that far away? Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> he does. With three actions. That's... Hmm. Okay. In that case... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I've got a big map set up for this. Um, well, <laughs> as you as you may have guessed by just hearing me uh, tap on my keyboard a whole bunch of times. Uh, so yeah, we get around to um, Clovis's turn. Oh, um, Clovis! Yeah, Otto, Otto's just fucked off and left him. <laughs> I must warn the others. That is my priority. Okay, so you see Clovis um, sort of seeing that all three of these creatures have, have taken swings at you, Otto. Mm. Um, yeah, he 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 sort of call, calls out as you as you bolt away. Otto, yeah, I, I can't run that fast, mate. Uh, but he will. Um, yeah, seeing that they've they've already kind of reacted, he will. Run after you. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 15. He gets he, he covers about about half the distance that distance that, that you did did Otto. Mm. And um uh, yeah, and you can see that you, you're starting to lose sight of him where, where you're having to wind kind of through these city streets. Mm. On their turn. 
basically, they they continue stomping up the fairway. They get up to Clovis once again. Otto, it is your turn. And I'm presumably 75 feet away from, uh, from yes, Clovis you are. by this time. Yes, you are. I'm going to run another 150 feet. <laughs> All right. So, Otto, um, I think at this point you probably had a couple of rounds before you got to this point. Hmm. Do you, do you just want to run and run and run and run until until the spell runs out? Yes. All right. So, bear with me one second. I need to roll some dice. <laughs> <laughs> Clovis. Poor Clovis. I will miss oh, him. Oh, he's the best though. Only saying that because you were ruining him. <laughs> no, he's my halfling friend. I can talk to him and look him in his face when I'm talking to him. That's a good thing. He was your halfling friend. Oh, don't start that. <laughs> I mean, Clovis <laughs> is good. Maybe, maybe he's got this. Yeah. I trust Clovis. Would Clovis ever trust you again? I'm sure he understands the uh, the gravity of the situation that I had to prioritise. Well, we may never find out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been badly injured. I, I cannot take. You know, I could go back mm. and die with him. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you can cast heal spells. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> yes. No, it's interesting. Interesting. Dom plays with himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doing a lot uh. of playing with myself. And of course, now we know what the sound of heavy metal boots sound like. It's. Mm. <laughs> it sounds oddly like a cherry keyboard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also, there, there is a strategy behind my, my, my move, more than a simple cowardice. Which is that um, I, I need to draw this group away from the other group, reduce them in number, draw them into a trap. Okay. What trap? What? <laughs> Whatever helps Otto sleep. <laughs> 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 well, okay. you know, if, if, if we stay and fight them there, then, then the others will others will turn up and join in as long as. We can separate this group. I've already taken one out. Yeah, there's, there's no real good ways to resolve this situation, really. Two of them were badly injured. Yes. Okay, so, Otto, as you turn tail and run mm. from um, from this group, a skeleton turns behind you, leaving Clovis in, in your wake behind you. You run 
back down these streets for the best part of a minute. And eventually you feel that, that magic give out and you feel your legs slow down and return to normal. And as you and as as you sort of come to a jog and then and then to a stop, and you pause for a second to catch your breath, you hear nothing following you. What do you do? I will hide somewhere. Yeah, sure. Roll a stealth check for me. Oh, 30. A natural 20. 30 for natural 20 for 30. Very, very nice. So as you're sort of glancing around looking for somewhere to hide, you can see that there is um, there is another collapsed house house ni- ni- near, nearby. And e- e- even better, kind of as you spot it, you can see that the, the kind of middle floor appears to be intact. And you rush your way inside. It looks almost almost collapsed as it is but because you are smaller you are you, you can see that you're easily able to squeeze up, squeeze under the collapsed door frame and into into the room beyond you find the building that, that you're in to be relatively intact and you're able to get up onto this middle floor of this building and um yeah you um you sit there and you wait how long do you wait for um, I ran for a minute, so I'll, I'll wait maybe five minutes to see if anything comes. You sit there in silence, Otto, for five minutes, perhaps even ten minutes. Maybe, maybe, actually, maybe, maybe half an hour. Yeah, maybe half an hour. Yeah, you sit there for half an hour. Absolutely. Just kind of controlling your breathing, not moving a muscle, just listening out for anything that might be, mm. might be creeping around near you. And you hear nothing. Half an hour passes. Nothing, nothing continues to pursue you, as far as you can tell. How long have we been gone now? Total about, about an hour and a half since you left the rest of the group. I will wait another half an hour. Wait another half an hour, okay. Please roll another D10 for me. Uh, sorry, roll a D8 for me, Otto. A D8. Actually, no, make it a D10. D10. Five. At the end of the next half an hour, Otto, hmm. you're, you're listening out for anything for any sign of Clovis or, or, or these skeletons pursuing you. And you don't hear them. You don't hear anything. Actually, actually, that's a lie. As you're listening out intently for the sound of... What, uh, for, for the sound of, of anything, you start to hear a soft snuffling sound coming from, from outside the, uh, the building. Sounds like some, something... Uh, some kind of creature is is sniffing around, around the street. You hear it. You hear this kind of soft chirping call. Oh. 
I don't know if that'll come through on the microphone. I hope it does. <laughs> it came through my ears, so mm. <laughs> should do. Um, I will. Can can I? I can't see anything. I mean, I you can, could you could you, you could put your head out of the building and have a look and see what's causing this noise if you like. Yes, I'll do that. All right, you look. Uh, don't know why I'm going to bother rolling because very, very cautiously and stealthily. Yeah, well, you've got your fantastic roll from beforehand. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, there's no way this is seeing you. Um, you sort of look out. You, you sort of look out uh, of. The, you chance a glance outside of the window, Otto, and you can see hmm. just looking, um, kind of in the centre of the street. You can see there's a very strange creature. Um, Imagine a shrimp that is the size of a large dog, has four legs, and these kind of ant- an- antenna that, um, that, ki- that that kind of lift up in, into the air and seem to be kind of exploring the air around it. Mm. Um, this creature, you, you can see it's just wandering around, softly snuffling and sniffing for something. <laughs> And you see these antenna kind kind of point roughly in your in your direction, Otto. And mm. the creature quite kind of looks up, sniffs the air, looks over in your direction, doesn't seem to see you at all. Um, and goes back to snuffling and continues down down the street. And you can see that as it does so, um, it seems to have been calling to some others of its kind because you see two two more of these creatures, um, perhaps a little bit smaller than, than the first, um, also come snuffling their way around around the corner, and they follow this one off to the darkness. Uh, which direction? Um, you're not too sure where you've been running. You've kind of been going off of memory. Um, they're, they're definitely going away from where your comrades are. Then I will uh, I will very quietly leave my position and start heading back towards my comrades. All right. So it's less than an hour again, so I won't have another wandering monster roll. Um, yeah. So so yeah. Um, just as you're coming up on the end of your third hour away, Otto, uh, you you find your way back to this residential building where um, uh, where Alwyn and Otto were holed up and uh, you let yourself in. Uh, your allies are there, they are unharmed, but there is no sign of Clovis. We were attacked. There's Clovis. I don't know. <laughs> we fought them off as best we could, but in the end, um, we had to prevent them from coming this way, so I managed to lure them away. But I don't know about Clovis. He fought bravely, I think. Now I need some. Uh, I need some medicine. As you can see, I well, hang, hang on. <laughs> hang on. The listeners can't see this, but I was shaking my head through all, all of that. <laughs> where, where was that? You say, hang on, right? So there's a lot process here um, hmm. we, we encountered sur- something 
Yes. We are surrounded by enemies. Surrounded? There is no... Yes. But the building? You brought them back here. They're a bit further away than that. I managed to lose them. In every direction. The, the direction we want to go is the direct opposite to the direction we came. We have to assume... I mean, there are several roads forking off, but generally going in the same direction. There's a Y-shaped fork. Um, but uh, we, we took um, the first junction. There were three, three, um, three possible routes, left, right and center. We took the center route and we encountered a, a, an unholy, a ghastly battalion of armored skeletons which we fought as best we could, but uh, in the end, I thought the best thing was to come back here and warn you. And Clovis? Right, what, what was... And where's Clovis? <laughs> yes. I don't know. In, in, the, in, the, in the melee, I lost sight of him. Should we go find Clovis? You're not in a fit state, Della. No. And neither am I, actually. I need some medicine well, first. We'll come to that. Um... What is this? An interrogation. I came back to warn you that there is an enemy the other way as well. And we fought them. I All killed right. one. All right. Um... All right. Come over here then. Um... And uh, Alwyn will cast Lay on Hands on Otto. Thank you. Uh, Otto, you get back uh, nine points of healing nine points thank you oh no sorry sorry no I'm telling lies you get back 18 points of healing 18 points of healing one eight yes one eight um Amos yes thank you I'm obliged to you yes okay do you want to um go with Otto and see if you can find Clovis I can do that. I don't uh, think we should go as a pair. That we, we we came up against a, a, a formidable force. All right, you can take Chardonnay with you. Even so, uh, Maori. We came we came up against an army. Married, you want to go as well? If you want my opinion, um, I think uh, this place is dangerous as. Otto seems to have just proved. I think if we go anywhere, it should be all together. Oh, Clovis. And Della, I'm, I'm in the middle of trying to treat Della. and Yeah. Mm. We can't go till later, really. Yes, but Clovis might, be, might need our help. Mm. I mean, just to be clear, was Clovis still alive when you last saw him? Yes. That's the yes, first thing I've said. It's not a lie. Sorry. That's <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> he technically was still alive last time you saw him. Yes. How far away was he? This was about an hour. Um, Otto, you, you you'd been travelling for about an hour when you when you encountered mm. yes. this, uh, this squadron. An, an hour's march away. Mm. Would Alwyn know if he? can kind of take a couple of hours break in the treatment of Della. Uh, you know that if you did, you would need to start again from scratch. It's it's eight hours of constant care you're giving her. 
Is there some kind of hidden halfling mind meld telekinesis <laughs> power that Della can tap into to reach Clovis? I'll tell you what, just roll a, <laughs> roll a d20 for me, Della. Let's yeah. see what you get. <laughs> I rolled a 19. Okay. So, Della, as you reach out your mind, searching for your halfling companion... You, you get no, no connection, but that's not unexpected. There's you, nothing you, on the frequencies. You, you don't... You, you, Della does not, as far as I'm aware, have telepathic powers. Um, however, however, what I will say is that listening to what Otto has told you, there is a feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach. Oh, it's not good. You know, you know, you, you, you know how you get that feeling in your gut when someone's about to give you bad news. Mm. It's like that. Also, I encountered these uh, these cockroaches the size of dogs. I should mention that too. I don't know how dangerous they are. I didn't hang around to find out. Mm. Adela and I have got to stay here. I really think... I, th- I, I think... The rest of you should go find Clovis. I'll go look for Clovis. Yeah. All right, if you say so. Um, All right. Come on, Christian. Christian, you're 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 with me. Um, Alwyn, look after look after these people. And he gestures oh, to yes um, to to the people you freed. Um, I'm trying. I'm, 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 I'm trusting you with, uh, with my sister and, and all of these people. Don't, uh, don't let me down. I will, I will do my very, very best. Yes. All right. All right. So, Otto, Amos, Maori, and Christian. It's and another Chardonnay. split party. And Chardonnay. <laughs> Chardonnay. Sending Chardonnay with them. All right. What are you telling Chardonnay? Telling Chardonnay to. Guard the party. Yeah, sure. Well, that's that's simple enough that I I, I will interpret that for Chardonnay. Um, so basically, basically he he will attack anything that attacks the party. That's I that's think is fair. Thinking, yeah, sure. Mm. Okay. So as Alwyn and Della sort of continue, you continue working on De- on De- Della's illness. Uh, the rest of the group, and it's a split party again, folks. Oh, <laughs> don't look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, it's uh, there's a reason you don't do it. That's what I'm saying. Um, mm. So yeah, so Otto, Amos, uh, with Maori and Christian in tow, you begin traversing back in the same direction uh, that uh, that Otto had had pre- pre- previously taken you. Um, you travel back through these darkened streets, and you. Um, Otto, you find the place where you had hidden yourself most recently. Mm. As as you approach this building, you sort of listen around for any sign of these uh, large shrimp-like creatures, um, and uh, you don't you, cer- you certainly don't don't hear hear them. If it, if they are moving around near you, they're keeping very quiet. They they seem to be keeping out of your way. I, I will tell the rest of the party. This is where I encountered those strange giant cockroaches. So sure. uh, keep your wits about you. 
and uh, you begin retracing your steps uh, once once more. Sort of, um, d despite the fact that um, this this city has been, you know, quite clearly destroyed, um, that's actually somewhat made it easier to navigate. You know, there are a lot of quite obvious landmarks. You can be like, oh, oh, that's the broken pillar. Oh, that's the smashed storefront. That kind of thing. And you're mm. able to retrace your steps um, very, uh, very, very easily. And just as you're coming sort of within a minute or so of, uh, of you know, where this fountain was, you see slumped on the ground against the wall, small form, small unmoving form of Clovis Cotton. Go and inspect the body. Mm. Make sure, well, Jackie's alive. As you as you get close, Brother Amos, you don't need a medicine roll to tell you that he's dead. Well, he's dead. Uh, he appears to have been... Um, you can see that there is his rapier in his hand, it seems, at the very last, realising he couldn't outrun these creatures, he opted to stand and fight. And he has been battered into submission is the, is the nicest way to say it. Um, you can see evidence of being hit with a heavy metal shield. You see sword wounds and stab wounds. And I'm afraid Clovis Cotton is dead. These things are fucking nasty, I'm telling you. Let's go, <laughs> let's go back. We should so go we... back to the others. That is not there. <laughs> She's trying with her telekinesis really hard. <laughs> Look at the house. <laughs> Del are, are you delirious or something? I mean, no, keep, no, no, that's just know. me. I'm, I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think. I mean, you're dehydrated. Drink some water mm. here. Okay. Right. So, um, Otto, Amos, and uh, that group. Um, what are you doing? Are you heading back to? back to base or are you continuing deeper I think we should head back to base we'll head back but well, I'll, I'll um, take any useful stuff from Clovis okay so you sort of bend um, cl clearly obviously the most useful thing is is his rapier um, which is um, it's it's quite quite well made it seems quite well balanced you can see that it's um, uh, it's got a little bit of a magical tingle as as you pick it up uh, but on top of that, you also find that he has. Um, well, there's a set of there's a set of of, of leather armor um, that is obviously sized for a halfling. Um, that's now been ruined with the various sword strikes and all and all that sort of thing. Uh, but he also has. Um, uh, you see, he has a set of thieves' tools, and he has a small box containing. Um, like fake makeup and fake fake mustaches, that that kind of thing. Uh, he has he has a, a disguise kit on him. Interesting. That could come in handy. Are, are there is there any trace of the um, of the skeletal warrior that I destroyed? Um, of the one you destroyed, that that was a bit further back along along the road. Before we got to Clovis. Yes. Ah, I would have pointed well, I... him out. Uh, that's... 
What I will say, um, Otto, I forgot to mention this a second ago, as you get close, you do see that around Clovis, um, you can see the destroyed bodies of two, of two skeletons, turned mostly to dust. This is what we're up against. We should head back. We should head back, yes. Right, you head back. And as you begin making your way back to base, um, let's have... Darren, you've not been uh, not had that much to do today so far. Could you roll a d10 for me, please? D10. Okay. Seventy. So seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. You make your way back to uh, the place where Alwyn and Della are holed up without incident. You, you find yourselves flinching at shadows, listening out for, for anything, anything that, that might sp- sp- spring an attack on you. You make your way back. Um, you encounter no other creatures. You are not accosted. You are back safely, although a, me- a team member down at your base, uh, at your, your current base of operations. And that is where we're going to end for today, folks. Damn. Mm. From the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from HookSounds.com. Editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.
is so sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Poor Clovis. And do you know what? I, right, so it's the thing, isn't it? We, as GMs, GMs often say, mm. don't forget, running away is always an option. Mm. <laughs> we do get told this a lot. That's so, it. Otto, so. Otto, has take, Otto has taken that to its logical extreme. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's it is always an option. Um, mm. Oh, Clovis, what are we going to do now? That is a question we will answer next time. Mm. He did. There's a fade into some sad music. 